Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy last Saturday for a while. <laughs> that sounds so sad. It does. Yeah, happy it, Saturday, Dan. It is sad. This is it. Haley's last one for... <laughs> a few months, at least. Yeah, my yeah. goodness. Whoever allowed you... <laughs> Excuse me, to be gone this long. What the heck? I did not consult the powers to be. <laughs> no, I remember the day that Haley walked in and said she was pregnant, and I was completely confused how that could happen. <laughs> Nothing had been run by me, as you know, to get we an approval. We did not plan for this. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, this is what's going on. Last Saturday, are you excited? Uh, now, don't don't tell me because we are going to yeah, get we'll to that. Spend some time we're going to get it. to that. We've got other things to to accomplish now, yes. and we're going to do our best because uh, you're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore, and that right there is proof of how well our brains are working today. We are not clicking. We don't know what's going on. I've got pregnancy brain, and Dan, I think, just thinks it's contagious. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have sympathy pains for you. I, I'm very empathetic, yes, and we have noticed that. Really. If you get a headache, uh-huh. it's not long before I've got a headache yep. or a backache or whatever. Yep, we did the pro show, and you were complaining just as much as me about your feet hurting and your <laughs> hips. <laughs> yes, it's, it's how I roll. And I think that your pregnancy, you know, I, yeah. I've done as much as I can mm-hmm. to take that on myself. And well, as at least dumb you haven't as, gained the weight. I have not gained the weight. Yeah. I'm very pleased about that. But as dumb as you've gotten yeah. over time, and you would admit that, No, I right? would admit that. Yeah. You it's walked, scary. You walked in a couple of weeks ago and said, well, I'm about as dumb as I've ever been, right? It's pregnancy yeah, brain. It is. Well, I've got it, too. So yes. anyway, we're doing our best. Haley got here today and said... I don't even know if I'm hardly awake. Yeah. You struggled all morning. Really? Sucking down coffee. Trying my best. Yeah. So anyway, Repcolite Home Improvement Show. Yeah. Hopefully you're still listening. We've got a lot of really good stuff that we're going to cover. As much as our brains are right. in Right. I it, mean, the topics that we are going to discuss have a lot of potential. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the show, we'll kind of touch base with Haley and kind of give you a good send off. Um, before that, we'll be talking about redoing RVs. This mm-hmm. is kind of your your topic. Yeah. A your last hurrah for a while. Camper makeover. I wish that I had a camper. If someone would like to donate a camper to me, I oh, yeah. will redo it. I would love to do this project. You're going to keep it at that point or give it back to the people? We'll talk about it after. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we'll get out, get about your contact info yes. later so people can do that. Right now, though, let's talk about roofs and uh, moss, algae, lichen, all of those things on roofs. You know, um, if you've got moss up there, if you've got lichen up there, it's generally not a very good thing. You want to make sure you get that off. You know, and let's talk about why they're bad, and then we'll get into some things that you can do to get it off, all kinds of stuff. I've actually jumped into this project. In fact, in fact, let me pause for a second and go back. A few weeks ago, you weren't here, Mm -hmm. but I talked about how I'm really struggling to get projects done. And I gave out this grand recommendations that we make lists Mm -hmm. and then organize those lists and start crossing things off. And I was going to compliment you today, actually, because the past two weeks, 
we have talked about now projects that you have tackled. Last week, we talked about cleaning the house. That's something that you did. The siding of the yeah. house, yes. And now we're going to talk about cleaning yes. the roof, and this is something that you did. Right. And and when I talked about making that list, I felt really dumb after that show, that episode aired, because I thought telling people to make a list is about as dumb as it gets. I mean, it's so obvious, I shouldn't have to say it. Obvious, but it's so true. Right. And it wasn't obvious for me. I knew I should do it. But I hadn't done it. Right. So now I actually went and did. I took my own advice and I feel so much better. Over the last couple of weeks, I have crossed items off. I even fixed, you don't know about this yet, but my flower box is now what? back on the side of the it's house. on the house? Told the kids the, the big funny story about that is whatever. Last summer, at the yeah. beginning of the summer, I was going to stain all my flower boxes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the summer, we checked in to see <laughs> once how we had done. And I had not stained them. In fact, the only change to my flower boxes is that one fell off the house and was laying there. Well, it's no longer on the ground. It's on the house again, crossing items off left and right. One of those items is this roof. Yes. And I knew I had moss on the roof because three, four years ago, we talked about this on the show. Betsy was here Mm -hmm. and we talked about how to get it off the roof and why it's bad. And I knew I had a little bit at that point, but I didn't want to get up there. I was a little nervous about the project itself. And so I let it go. I'm going to tell you what (laughs) happened because I let it go. Anyway, moss is bad for the roof, right? It's wet. That constant moisture on your roof isn't very good. It grows steadily. That's another reason it's bad. It can push up under the shingles. It can lift them up. It can damage them in that regard. It leads to all kinds of problems. The weight can be bad, you know, because it absorbs moisture, water. It's very disappointing, to be honest, because I love the way that it looks. I love moss. I love lichen. All the different species. I think they're beautiful. (laughs) I actually have a tattoo of lichen. Which I think is absolutely insane. It is. But that's the case. But... This is another one of those things that I'm learning as a homeowner. I have to hate now. <laughs> yeah, you love critters and squirrels and all of that. And as a homeowner, and now you hate I'm at them. war with them. But yeah, moss on the roof, it really can do. It detracts from the look. Yeah, I think for sure. maybe you like the idea. Some people, like but a, it, it does like detract. Like a little cottage, you right. know, tucked away. You don't no. want it. It's bad. Lichen is also bad. Now, lichen is actually two organisms. They basically function as a single unit. They're a fungus living symbiotically. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Symbiotically with an algae. So a fungus and an algae get together and there you go. It's lichen. They're tenacious. They really grip onto the surfaces and they refuse to let go. And they can like really do some damage. Oh, let me tell you about the damage lichen. Yeah. So let me, that's, that's what we're talking about. Trying to get that stuff off the roof. That's why it's bad. Now I had it on my roof, a little Mm -hmm. bit of it. And I thought, you know, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I kept putting it off. It's not a fun project when you think about getting on the roof, spraying a cleaner of some sort on it. You don't have a leak it. yet. It's blah, fine. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'll leave it. It can't be that bad. Well, I noticed this spring. It, has it even been spring? I guess it's technically spring. It's spring. I noticed on maybe one of the nice days that we had that it was a little worse this year. So I decided I got to get up there and try to get it off. So I have done that. And we're going to walk through what you need to do and how you can do this as well. But what I found is that the damage these things had done in the two years that I let them go. It's very stressful. It's pretty profound. So I was really, really surprised that it had done this much damage. But when I got up there, I saw the lichen once I got it killed Mm -hmm. and going off a lot of the roof granules 
had gone with it, you know, yeah. from the shingles and stuff like that. The moss had really spread worse than I could tell from the ground. I was really, really regretful that I had not gotten on this all those years ago. So for all of you out there who have the tendency to put something off, yeah. at least dig into it. You know, I had to you're get talking directly to me because I have moss on my roof and a lot of staining. I don't know if there's lichen up there. But it definitely, like, it clearly needs to be cleaned. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got Sheriff Goslin Roofing out there to take a look and tell me if the damage was something that I had to repair and replace. Uh -huh. He went through, the guy who came out talked to me about how the granules are gone. Right. But what their main job is, is to un almost act like sunscreen oh. or the asphalt and the fiberglass layers underneath, you know, okay. in the shingles. So they actually protect it from the sun and things like that. And the fact that, you know, the moss and the lichen grow in the shady areas of the house, right. these areas are still somewhat protected. So he told me I probably have a good five years or so yet that I'm good. So it's not the end of the world that but, the lichen was taking these things off. But he gave me a quote on getting the roof redone. Okay. And it's staggering. What And the costs are only going to go up. So this is something to take care of. Don't yeah. delay. And there are a number of ways to do it. You can do it yourself. And you can hire it done. And let's start with hire it done first because it's quick. There are local places right. that you can call. Grand Rapids Roof Shampoo, I think, is one. I don't know them terribly well, but I know they'll get out there and do that. Just check with a roofer. They're going to have some recommendations for you. And you can get this taken care of if getting on the roof is not going to be your thing or yeah. taking care of it yourself isn't going to be your thing. Because it's intimidating. I mean, especially if you've got a really peaked roof. Well, right. And I don't want people falling off left and right. No, we don't want that. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> I don't even want them falling off just left exactly. or just right. For sure not <laughs> no both directions. Falling. Right. So if you don't feel comfortable, don't feel safe, at least get somebody out there to take a look at it. Yeah. All right. That's my recommendation. And I speak from the experience of procrastination. Now, there are other ways that you can do it yourself. And that's what I did. And I made my own little solution based on internet formulas. I'll put links in the show notes so you can check those out. You can buy cleaners. Sure. You know, wet and forget is a popular one. Matt from Sheriff Goslin Roofing, who came mm -hmm. and looked at the roof, told me that he's got a lot of his customers that have used that. It's something that you just basically hook it up to your garden hose. It's got a special nozzle on the end so you can okay. apparently spray it onto the roof from the ground, which is a little concerning to me because I've done things like that before and I've sprayed under the shingles. Right. Like, aren't you supposed to not spray up? You would want to angle it so that it's not blasting up under the shingles is all I can okay. say. So you're you know, just like arching it to the point Like it's where raining it's, onto yeah. your roof is what I'd, I'd think of. But anyway, you spray it on and you just wet and forget. You walk away, sounds nice. let it go. I mean, there's instructions. You got to follow the instructions. But it will take, you know, sometimes it said two to three months oh, over what? time. It will go away. Okay. But it will go away. Yeah. Haley, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> All right. So wet and forget. That's I guess one. You would forget after two months. Right. You can make your own formulas. Like I said, I'm not going to go into all of them. I'm not going to give you tons of that info because nobody's going to remember it. I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, the one that I used, I used one pound oxygenated bleach. Okay. So I just got OxyClean. Okay. And two gallons of water. I went with that because the oxygenated bleach that I bought was color safe. And I figured that way, if I get it all over myself, oh wow, I'm yeah, not going to damage all my that. clothes because I know myself. If I well, use regular bleach... Anyone. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know how you'd avoid it. Well, right. It's not just a me no. problem. It's an us problem. That's a we problem. <laughs> yeah. So I used oxygenated bleach, 
mixed it up into two gallons of water, put it in a little garden pump-up sprayer, sure. and got ready to put it on. So I'll quickly walk you through the steps. Basically, you would spray like all the plants and stuff around the house. Get that with, not with the bleach. <laughs> what is Haley's, happening? Haley's giving me a, a blank stare. This cannot be right. Nope, nope, nope. Rinse those with clean water. Okay. All right, all right. Rinse all of your landscaping with clean water. Not with the bleach. Not with bleach. All right. So then once you've got that rinsed, you rinse your roof. Now, I got on the roof. I was worried about dragging the hose over the shingles and stuff like that. I was very careful, and it worked very well. I've got a ranch, so I don't have a lot of pitch to worry about. Yeah. But it was surprisingly easy. Got the hose up there. It was very safe. And I just wet the roof going down so I'm not blasting up under the shingles. Yes. Got everything wet, and then I went over it with a very soft bristled broom. Again, you want to be very careful. You're not trying to take off granules or anything. I'm just trying to see if I can get some of the moss off. Yeah, just to release a None bit. of the moss came off. Oh, sometimes it might. Sometimes it won't. In my situation, it didn't. None of the lichen, of course, came off. So then I sprayed everything with my bleach solution. Sure. Now's the time for the bleach solution. Sprayed everything, and then you let it sit for about 20 minutes. Okay. Then you come back and give it a good rinse. Be very careful about that. Make sure you're giving it a good rinse. I did a really good job, except in a couple of areas on the house, I noticed I didn't get those as well. How can you tell? Because a white powder kind of oh, stayed behind afterwards. Okay. It rinsed off in future rains. Yeah. So it's not it's that not big of a deal, world. but it did leave a little bit of a white residue in the places I didn't rinse really well. So anyway, I rinse it really well, and then I came back with that broom. You know, so it's been 20 minutes that the solution sat on there. Right. Now you've rinsed, rinsed it, it with the hose, came back with a broom, and all kinds of moss was falling off at that point. Oh, okay. Plugging up my gutters. It was great. <laughs> I was so happy to see it go. And then as the weeks have gone by, that was about two weeks ago that I did that, and I've noticed the lichen is dying. It's powdering off when I get up there. It's going to take time for it all cool. to go away, and I might need a second application. But definitely something... But you can tell. I mean, it's oh, made my a goodness, huge yes. difference. Huge difference. Very pleased. And like I said, I got the roofer out there. He said I caught it in time. It didn't get really, really bad. And I just wanted to make sure that we talk about it. Now, you've got to be safe. There's all kinds of things that I could, you know, and should say. You don't use a pressure washer. You know, you don't want to use high pressure. It's just yeah. I feel like pressure that's hose. the instinct that people have when they want to really clean something. Because we think about cleaning moss off the sidewalk, and it's like, well, you just get the pressure washer out. No, not on Not the roof. case for the roof. Be careful with the hose. Don't allow the bleach to remain on the surface for too much, you know, longer than that 20 sure. minutes that yeah. I talked about. Be careful with the bleach. Rinse your landscaping off before and after to make sure that you don't kill anything. And for some people, it's just going to be a higher adult project. Yeah. Said that at the beginning, repeat it at the end here. But I think the important thing is just, again, like don't procrastinate on this type of project. No. Because it really does impact the life of your roof pretty extremely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. So think about that. Something to just look at today. You know, if if the weather's nice, who knows anymore? I'm giving up. (laughs) It's going to transition into winter. I'm going to wear winter coats everywhere I go. It isn't an end-all fix. You're going to have to repeat as the years go by. You can Absolutely. do things like trim back your branches. Make sure you get the debris off the roof, all the organic debris. That's where this comes from. So if you have to get up there more regularly and blow sure. it off, I'm talking to myself, it's going on my list. Make sure I maintain <laughs> that and just plan on regular maintenance. That's what I'm doing, the roof. I mean, like I said, I got a quote from a roofer. It's not inexpensive. 
do what you can to make sure yours is as good as possible for as long as possible. All right. We went really long, but I think that was good info. Yes. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll start talking about RVs, Mm -hmm. and then we'll hit pause, and we'll really dig into it in the third segment. So all of that is coming up in the next little bit. Stick around. And we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And I just, and you, Haley, blathered (laughs) on and on about roofs and moss and lichen and all of that and really took up a a huge amount of time. But I think it was important stuff. It's really important. I mean, it's a roof. It is. And I can't cover everything. You know, I'm thinking back on the things we said, the things we didn't say. In the time we've got, even if we had full hours, we couldn't mm-hmm. cover everything in a project like that. So I've got full notes online. You know, you can find them in our show notes, and you can find the show notes at repcolite.com, R-E-P-C-O-L-I-T-E.com. Just click the On the Radio tab on the homepage. Get the show notes. Much more detail there. And subscribe to the podcast while you're doing that. You'll never miss an episode, and your life will be that much more full. Right. But anyway, with a project like the roof and cleaning it off, you've got to do your research, ask questions, be safe if you tackle it. The main goal that we had in the last segment was just to make you aware of it so that you're, you know, it's on your radar. Yeah, and if Dan can do it, which you did, you can do it. If Dan can do it, a blind (laughs) monkey could figure it out, right? Is that where you're going? We're here to inspire people. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So there's that. I've got the business out of the way. Let's talk about, at least just get started talking about RVs and camper redos. You know, what brought this to your mind in the first place? (laughs) Uh, I think... Every single one of my neighbors has an RV slash camper, and I think most of them could probably use some TLC. You know, I've been most in a, of your neighbors yes, ones could. Yes. Okay. So and you're so... really really being specific here, in case they ever loan one to you for the weekend. Yeah. Hopefully they don't listen to, to the nice. show. Yeah. But no, my my neighbor has a camper, and I went in it recently and just thought, man. It, it wouldn't take a lot to really make this look like something, you I, know? I really think that's the key. It just doesn't take much. I mean, the, right, the flooring it's a small or space. the paint involved or whatever. Now, some of it is specialty stuff that you would need, but you don't need a lot of stuff. No, you wouldn't need a huge budget. I think there are some really great DIY-friendly projects that you can do. And I started researching you know, some of these before and after projects that people have tackled. You know, there's a lot of bloggers online that have done these projects and had really amazing results redoing a camper and making it look like a real home. Well, and I think it's not just amazing results, but I think the process along the way is incredibly fun and rewarding. I mean, I think about the people who have taken school buses. Sure. It's different, Mm -hmm. but it's that same idea. It's a small space. And what you can do it's is really, really incredible. <laughs> yeah, so, I would love to do it myself. I don't have a camper, wish I did, but I think for everyone out there that has a space like that, that could so easily be something amazing, we want to talk about it. All right, so that's the pitch. That's the idea. We're going to quick take a break. The Grand Rapids listeners, you get news and weather. Detroit listeners, you're going to get a Repco Light Rewind. And when we're all back together, we'll be digging into this. Camper redo. Exactly. That's all just ahead. Stick around. And we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And 
man, we, uh, we're, we're dishing out the projects this week. We've got people heading out to their roofs. True. Take care of moss and lichen and algae and all I of that. that is a little extreme. And now we're, we're working on getting people to tackle their RVs, their campers. Well, and this get is those the time updated. of year. Right. I mean, this is when people start bringing them out out of storage, thinking about all their summer vacations and trips that they're going to take in these. And I know the weather is not great, but it's warm enough <laughs> where you could be out there and doing some. If you're things. wearing a winter coat and gloves and hats and all of that, so yes, dramatic. you could be. <laughs> I am dramatic. <laughs> no, but I really I think this is an important project because I don't know, honestly, and Some people might take offense to this, but... Oh, boy. (laughs) That's normally my role, Haley. I don't know if, like, any camper slash RV that I've seen is, like, just amazingly decorated. Okay, so it's not up to Haley's Right, like... None of them. Period. (laughs) It could be brand new. I still think it could use some small touches. Like, they are often very monochromatic, and maybe that's your vibe, and that's great. Perfect. It's already done. But usually they come in like either you're buying a camper that's a bunch of different shades of beige or you're buying an updated camper that's a bunch of different shades of gray. Okay. And that's kind of all you get. No, and and I don't – I really don't – I think the reason for that – well, the reason for that is because it's simple and it's – Accessible. I understand like it. That. Yes. The reason we stick with that is because nobody thinks about it, – it's not on our list of – it's not even on our radar, really, to right. paint the trailer, right. or the, the, the camper, or whatever you want to call it. It seems extra. Right. It seems yeah. extra. The materials sometimes seem like surfaces that aren't – it's not like drywall and stuff right. like that. Right. They're like vinyl, just, plasticky kind of materials. So a lot of us assume that there's just – there's way more involved. Right. It, it just doesn't even cross our minds. It's where we go to camp or yeah. have fun. We don't want to make it into work and projects. Right. But we do. Yes. Because we love to do that. <laughs> we want other people to tackle these projects because if we ever rent or borrow one of these campers, we, we want, want it to be it to up to our nice. standards. Yeah. No, but let's talk about, I, I really think that's a big part of it. It's just, it yes. doesn't seem like something I know how to do instantly, like painting a bedroom. Right. And so I just don't even think about it. No, I think that is a huge aspect of why these services don't get touched. But I really think there's a lot of value in tackling some of these projects. And it's not as complicated as it seems. Well, and I think there's a lot of value in tackling it, not just because, I mean, we could, we've talked about some in the beginning where they're not in great shape. Right. You know, these could be used, something that you've picked up right, over the years. Exactly. We've seen a lot of years and it really... Yeah, it could needs use a refresh. It. Right. But even just from the point of view of for the same reason you would paint, you know, your rooms with colors that you like at home, yeah. that really changes how we feel about our own spaces at home. It does it so also much. is gonna do a huge amount for these. And especially when we're using these things to these, get away. To get away and to have fun and relax and really check out. Right. How much more could that be by just having a great color? Exactly. I'm asking. Haley, you've got to have an answer for that. No, I a huge impact. Okay. I would look at think. that. Don't I even mean, quantify it. Let's just say huge. <laughs> Giant, the biggest impact. I wow. think potentially this could be more important than tackling your bedroom or you know more important. Well that's like think about crazy. It. Think about what, it. Why? Okay. This is your vacation, right? Like you save up this time throughout the entire year. Yeah, to I put a really lot of stock on this one week that I get. Recharge fully during this week, this one week or two weeks of the year. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. And normally it, it implodes. Right. But 
wouldn't it be so much better to spend those crucial two weeks where you get to recharge in a space that you actually like? No, I well, I think we like the space. I would challenge that, but I completely see where you're going. I'm going to like it better. Yes. It's going to so be more better. appealing, all of that. So let's talk about some of the things that we could do in the RVs. I think you've yeah. pitched the case for why it's important, why yes. it's valuable. They've been very dramatic along the way. Extremely. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Yes. Let's walk through some practical things that you could tackle. And let's start so with So the first one, yeah, obviously paint. That That's what we do here. But it's really so easy to transform an RV or a camper with just paint. And it's, like you said, those surfaces that we question whether they can be painted, right? Because the walls of campers and RVs are not drywall. You know, we're not used to painting this type of material. And yes, it can be painted. You just have to do some extra steps before you can actually apply that latex or acrylic paint. So what would the steps be? First, we'd have to start by cleaning and degreasing. Always clean. But that's every case, right? (laughs) Every situation. The surface has to be clean, dry, and dull. Right. Does not matter what we're painting, where we're painting. It should always be cleaned thoroughly first. It's really crucial. It doesn't sound like it should make that big of a difference, but it really does. So a cleaner like TSP would be good. You can use Spray 9, which is a cleaner that we've got. It's a degreaser. Mm -hmm. Challenger is another great degreaser. Basically, just get the surfaces really clean. Use right. a Scotch Brite pad, which yep. will do It'll a little bit of etching. A little right? bit, exactly. And then get it rinsed really well. So now you've got yes. your surface cleaned. Now the big, really the only big difference between painting this and just a normal wall is a primer step in between. Yeah, and the primer that we'd recommend is sticks. It's a bonding primer, so it's specifically built to adhere or stick to these hard to adhere to surfaces like the vinyl plastics, like PVC, all kinds of stuff. We've tested it on glass, glazed tile. It still adheres to these surfaces. Yeah, it's, we talk about it all the time. It's magic. It's a really, really great product from Inselex, which is a Benjamin Moore company. Right. Like you said, we've had it on glass blocks that we bring to shows. Mm-hmm. And you can't scratch it off. You can scratch like a tiny little bit off. If You've you really, really got really to work, work at, at it. it. Yeah, exactly. But once you put that on these surfaces, now you can just go to whatever finish paint you want. Right. And you're going to have great results and it's going to last. And I really think that there, you know, there's something to be said by just brightening the walls of an RV or camper. You know, they're probably like a, a mid-tone beige or a gray right now, just going to a white. You know, you don't have to get super crazy in here. Just making a clean slate, a nice, bright, neutral white that's going to enhance the light that you're getting in the space, make it feel a little bit more open and airy, I think goes a long way. Right. And once you've done the, the cleaning and the primer step, and then you got your first coat of paint on or your, your, right. your two coats of paint... At that point, three years down the road, you don't have to go back to that primer step ever again. True. Yeah. Right. Now it's just painting like any situation, any surface. So products you could use, Optima from Repcolite, Ben from Benjamin Moore, Scuff-X would be great. Yes. Repcolite makes Carefree, which is a little, you know, maybe a better price point in certain regards. Ultraspec from Benjamin Moore would be another good price point type product. Lots of products out there. And I'd recommend... You know, you don't have to go to like the highest sheen for these spaces either. I think that a lot of us probably still have the idea that we have to use, you know, a satin or a semi-gloss if we want something to be durable. That's really not the case anymore. You can put an eggshell or a matte finish on these walls and, and they can still hold up really well good over washability time. and yeah. all that. So stop out at any Repco light. 
tell us what you're working on. We can make some product recommendations based on your budget, based on what you want out of the product. All of those things. What about cabinets? We talked about walls. Right. Cabinets. I mean, basically the same process, right? So much woodwork and like, you know, built in cabinets in these campers and RVs. And I get it, you know, storage is at a premium in these spaces. They're really small. And so they put a cabinet wherever they can possibly fit one. But it really weighs the space down when it's all of that oak wood that most of these outdated campers are going to have. And just a coat of paint. Oak or oak with the yes. quotation marks, the kind of picture right? of oak. Yes, But it's exactly. got that vibe, that feel. Mm-hmm. Basically, the process is going to be very similar, right? Do yeah. it cleaning. If it's sticks. real wood, if right. you happen to have that, you scuff sanding. And then sticks primer again. Yep. If it's not real wood, just get it really good and clean. You know, use the scotch right. pad, yeah, sticks exactly. primer. And then a good finish paint. Right. It's really not that complicated. I know it seems like it should be, you know, more should go into that, but it's really pretty straightforward. And while you're painting the cabinets, replace the hardware. Just (laughs) take that brass hardware off of there. Maybe even just paint it, you know. You could just paint it a matte black and have it look really good. But really, it's not a giant investment to update the hardware. No, and it really makes a huge difference. I did that in my kitchen, and I was stunned that just the hardware, what a change that made. Same thing here. What other things do you got, Haley? So we've talked about paint, but really replacing things like the fabric in this space, the cushions for all of those seats, you know, Uh, The window coverings, both of those things make a huge impact because, again, these fabrics get dated over time or they get really worn out and now they're not as nice to look at as maybe they once were. It's also just an opportunity to add color, texture, pattern into a space that's really small. And if you're keeping a lot of these finishes neutral, like the walls and the cabinets, then I do think that these both add quite a bit of opportunity for a design impact. So I can sew them myself if I'm good with that. What do you... There are some no-sew options. (laughs) Okay, that's what I'm interested in. Yes, because, yeah, I think a lot of people might be intimidated, like thinking about all of the different weird-sized cushions that make up those chairs or couches or like the beds in a camper. And if you're not a seamstress, that probably seems pretty daunting. It seems impossible. Yes. I can't figure out how I would go about doing that. So there are options. And obviously, you know, you could go to a camper place and they would charge you a lot of money to recover these. So a cheaper option? That's what I'm really cool with. Yeah. So online, you can actually find these stretchy fabric Um, covers that will go over a variety of sized cushions that are perfect for this. I mean, they've got really good reviews. This is something that's great for a camper, too, because you can take these off. They're just like slip covers, right? So you take them off, throw them in the washer, put them back on. Now you've got a clean surface again. So I think they're very practical and they don't require you to sew. They're really inexpensive, and they come in a variety of colors. Okay, so we'll put links. You've got links. Okay, links in the show notes. Yep. I think, Haley, we're going to have to pause here. You've got more stuff. I've got more stuff. So I think we're going to finish that up in the next segment. And then when we get done with that, we'll talk about we'll kind of have a, yeah, a goodbye, a farewell to Haley. Sad. All of that is coming up in the next little bit. Stick around. And 
we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And it's a weird one this week. We have bled over. Like, all our segments have been big, and they've bled over. Normally, we're nice and clean, and we yeah. like to keep them in little tight boxes. Yeah, we're kind of gross and filthy. Not really. We're That's the wrong way to say free. that. We're free. <laughs> we're yeah. free. Free and easy. <laughs> exactly. Going it's with the way flow. better than filthy. <laughs> Anyway, we're talking about RVs, updating RVs. I think it's a really great topic because you can do so much with so little. Exactly. It's such a small space. It doesn't take a huge budget and it makes a huge impact. Right. We already talked about painting and we covered how to cover and paint some of these really strange surfaces Mm -hmm. that are in an RV or a camper, specialty primers, things like that. We talked about all of that in the last segment. You can find it if if that piques your interest. Just go to repcolite.com, click the On the Radio tab, and you can re-listen to this one. We talked about putting new hardware on. We talked about recovering your cushions and stuff like that. Yes. Haley, what's next on your list of things you're demanding that people do? <laughs> well, I also demand that the window <laughs> coverings be addressed. A lot of these campers or RVs have like those bulky um, window box valances sure. that go over and kind of hide where the blinds would mm-hmm. go. It's really outdated. I think it really weighs the space down. These are not areas that have high ceilings. Mm -hmm. And so to put a clunky upholstered box over the top of a window, it just really weighs it down. So removing those and adding curtains can go a long way in updating the space. All right. So pretty simple. That's something I think I could even pull off. Yeah. You don't even have to sew these. But if I wanted to, I could. If you wanted to, you could, and it wouldn't be hard. However, they also make these no-sew curtain rings where it's just, you know, a little ring that would go over a curtain rod. But on the end, it's got a little clip. So you literally just clip the ring to the fabric that you would cut to size to use for a curtain. So super simple. Really simple. It actually looks really good. I've seen a lot of like farmhouse blogs using these, and they're actually using them, funny enough, with drop cloth fabric. The canvas drop cloths are kind of Like as the material? Yes, as the the material for- Window treatments? Yeah. It's like a really easy DIY curtain. Just get some canvas drop cloth, use these no-sew curtain rod hooks, and you're good to go. Wow. We've got the canvas drop cloth, so. (laughs) It looks surprisingly fresh. I mean, I wouldn't, we've talked about it before. I wouldn't think to necessarily apply it in my own home, but after seeing these pictures, I'm I'm curious to. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. We've got that in the show notes. What other things do you want to cover before we focus on saying goodbye to you? So (laughs) (laughs) that's a funny way to say that, isn't it? It's a lot of pressure. This Um, is how they handle executions in states (laughs) that do that. I want to really quickly touch on peel and stick tile backsplashes and peel and stick flooring. Okay. And I think we can cover them both at the same time. These surfaces are obviously going to make a giant impact, right? We're talking about the flooring. That's a huge surface that you're looking at redoing in an RV, but it's small on the grand scale of Huge things, in right? the scope of impact, Yes, but not huge in, in space. Right. You wouldn't need a lot of flooring, and peel and stick tiles, I've found, have held up surprisingly well. Right. You kind of pulled your nose up at them. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not it's the, cheap, obviously. <laughs> and it's not going to last, blah, 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 right. blah. But in a space like an RV, mm-hmm. it can be redone very, very easily, very right. inexpensively. So even if you only get a couple years out of it. And honestly, I've had peel and stick tiles in my bathroom now. And my it's My main held up. bathroom, it's held up for two years. And I 
can't even tell any difference from the day that I first got them. Well, and the one that you bought and installed was bottom of the barrel. Yes. Cheap, cheap. Gut rot cheap. It was the only (laughs) brand that I could find that had like a penny tile pattern that I wanted. And it's held up beautifully. (laughs) Yeah. I think that is a really smart thing. There's peel and stick carpet squares, too, if carpet was your thing. You know, wood panel... the. Yeah, faux wood, but still, you can get a wood-looking floor that's peel and stick and extremely inexpensive and easy to install. And you've updated the space in a major, major way. Tear out the gross carpet, get it out of there, put some nice faux wood down. Now, I like all of that. Anything last that you want to say? Again, we're back to feeling like this is (laughs) something more (laughs) severe than it is. Any last words, Haley? Oh, my gosh. I think the point is just that these spaces can be tackled very easily. I think it's worth doing, and it really doesn't take a huge budget because it is such a small space. All right. I really like that. I think it's a great topic. Um, But we're going to put it to bed. Let it it go. And now we've got to say goodbye to Haley. Yeah, this is really, really annoying to me, actually. Nine months pregnant now. Yeah, let's (laughs) talk about me, Haley. That's what I want to focus on. You're taking this in the wrong direction. It's going to be all alone. All alone. Very sad. And you all have to listen to him. And it will be very hard for you, but I urge you to keep listening (laughs) to the show. (laughs) She's so worried that we're going to lose listeners by the time you get back. No. Now, it'll It'll be be fine. fine. We've got a plan, Dan Altina. President of Repcolite is going to fill in. Yes, he's been on the show before. Yeah. He actually filled in between when Betsy left and I started. So some of you are probably familiar with his voice already. He's a good guy. Give him a chance. Yeah, I know no. he's not me, but <laughs> he's very excited, and that'll be fun. So that that's all coming up. Let's just talk about you. I was joking about this is all about me. It's all about you. You've got big things going on. You've got yeah. A life within you. I, I, I mean, I don't have much to talk. We don't have much time. I didn't before. I am very curious about the idea. You know, that's such a strange concept. I mean, we're all used to it. Yes. You know, a baby inside. But yeah, we take it's it for a, granted. A whole other person. Yeah. In you, it's very a person bizarre. with his, his own brain, his own thoughts, his own baby dreams. thoughts, his baby's own... dream. You know, right. isn't that wild? What do they dream about? I don't know. So interesting. Does, does, is that know. when he's kicking his feet, like the dog? When the dog's dreaming, the dog's kicking his feet. <laughs> I wonder if when Wallace is dreaming, that's what's cooking. Oh, I what does know. that feel like to walk around knowing that? Uh, it's pretty surreal. Like there's no real words to put it into. It's just very surreal. It's no, yeah, it's pretty indescribable. But I'm excited to get to the next part where I actually meet him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really cool. I think it's funny you came back from one of your most recent doctor's appointments, and you know everything's great, yes. everything's checking out great, but his head is measuring enormous, <laughs> which is yeah, problematic. Just to scare all the listeners out there a little bit. I found out that his head is in the 94th percentile. <laughs> I'm telling you, 94? it just just means big brains, Haley. Oh. Anyway, it's big news. We're yep. sorry to see you go. I know you'll be checking in. I'll update everybody yes. as to your progress and all of that. Absolutely. And yeah, we all wish you the, the the best, Haley. And we're excited to have you come back. Yeah, it's exciting times. 
All right, that's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite stores are all open, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.